0: This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Episode 593, Theory or Example? What comes about first, and which is more powerful, our theory or an example of that theory? It can go both ways. We can come up with a theory and then look for examples where the theory holds true, or we can draw out a theory from examples. The directions of deduction in these two cases are not equal. Our choice about what to do is better off drawn from examples. But this can be quite dangerous. As we look for examples about what to do, we naturally look around at what everyone else is doing and thinking. We can then fall into the trap of following the most common example. And if this becomes our course of action, there are no better than sheep. And at worst, we might be a buffalo in the middle of a herd that is headed straight off a cliff. Naturally the most common thing has tons of examples by default. For example, go to school, get a job, get promoted over and over, or go back to school and get a better job. This is a common string of examples that people follow. The strange thing about this prevalent example is that the end result is not only highly predictable, but the probability of the most widely followed path leading to a radically better outcome is going to be rare in proportion to the widespread nature of the mainstream example. We can turn our attention to examples of paths less followed. Looking at people who have traced out tangents from the herd might make it seem as though they were simultaneously lucky and courageous and the combination simply worked out. But this perspective is too reliant on the example in isolation and fails to incorporate any kind of theory to put these tangents from the herd into a framework of understanding. For example, after reading enough biographies of innovative and original people, we might come to discover that their obvious success was preceded by constant failure and setback. If we find this to be the trend among such people, then an assessment of mere luck and courage might not be a full explanation of what's going on with these people. Clearly there is an ability to endure pain or failure, and perhaps it might go even deeper than that. Perhaps such people follow unconventional ideas that fail because the falsification of their ideas is, in fact, the only way they can update their model of the world. Regardless of the theory that we form about such innovative people and the reason why they succeed in ways that are tangential to the herd, it's more important to notice that there's an inverse correlation between the number of examples and the necessity of a theory. If something has a ton of examples, like the aforementioned stereotypical path of success, then we may be in less of a need for a theory to understand it, because the outcome across examples is so robust. Why bother? But with less examples, especially examples that follow widely different paths but end up at similarly successful places, the formation of a theory is perhaps more appropriate. When the obvious choice gets you the obvious outcome, there's little need for some sort of theory. But when the counterintuitive choice is required to get a rare and radical outcome, there's an opportunity to place things in a framework that can evince the core of the sort of counterintuition required to find rare and radical outcomes. This episode relies on episode 514, Falsify. Check that one out next. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at TinkeredThinking.com.